Hey, history lovers, I'm Mike Rosenwald with Retropod, a show about the past rediscovered. On March 20th, 1969, roughly five decades before the selfie generation began live streaming themselves playing video games or making scrambled eggs, John Lennon and Yoko Ono were married. Five days later, they invited the media to the Amsterdam Hilton Hotel to their honeymoon suite. Needless to say, many reporters turned this down. Lenin, of course, was one of the most famous men on the planet, the co-founder of a little band called The Beatles. Oh no, she was an eccentric Japanese artist. Both were intensely and surreally for peace, conjuring up a series of bizarre protest acts, including mailing acorns to world leaders. They would have had huge Instagram followings today. Hashtag John and Yoko's bed. The Washington Post, quoting an unnamed source, reported the honeymoon suite event would be the century's most uncensored love-in. So camera crews and reporters, including some from the Post, headed right on over. We cannot understate the expectations the journalists had. They literally thought they were about to see and document a conjugal act between the most famous couple in the world. Well, that didn't happen. But the spectacle that unfolded was epic nonetheless. When reporters arrived, Lennon and Ono were sitting up in bed in cozy pajamas, his shirt buttoned up to the top, and his long straight hair, like his bride's, parted down the middle. They both held tulips. The bed was pushed up against big floor-to-ceiling windows. Handmade signs that read hair piece and bed piece hung over their heads. Bouquets of flowers filled the room. Was this really happening? Yes. Yes, it was. In archival footage, one journalist leans over the bed, crouching down to ask Lennon and Ono what in the world they were doing. We're going to stay in bed for seven days, sort of, instead of having a private honeymoon. It's a private protest. For the violence that's going in the world, you see. To say, uh... Be sure that instead of making war, it's better to just stay in bed. Let's stay in bed for spring. And grow your hair. Yes, For peace. Let it, let it grow till uh, peace comes, you know. So this is part of your honeymoon? Yes. Yes, yes. To protest the Vietnam War, yep, they'd sit in bed. They called it a bed-in. In addition to preach world peace, they'd grow out their hair. It's an alternative to violence, Lennon said. Lennon and Ono took visitors for 12 hours a day. They gave interviews and explained their cause. End all wars. Love one another. But they also addressed the celebrity gossip of the day. Many people hated Ono. They felt she broke up Lennon's previous marriage and maybe even the Beatles. The bed-in was a way to redirect the negative energy. Some of the things people have said about you, I haven't been very kind lately. No, no. Does this get you down? It was a bit depressing the way they kept picking on Yoko, you know, and saying she was ugly and all personal things like that, but I know she isn't, so. You don't feel you're being hounded? No, no, I mean, well, the amount of hounding we get, we're gonna turn it into what we think is good use of it. If we're going to be hounded, we may as well 
say what we have to say about peace and things. The Benin went over well with fans around the world. And some historians to this day argue that Lenin and Ono's surreal honeymoon did have an impact in shaping public opinion against the war. Lenin and Ono left Amsterdam after the Benin ended, but to them, the whole thing was a total trip. So they planned a second one, this time in New York. But Lenin, he was denied entry into the United States because of an earlier drug conviction. Bummer. So they went to the Bahamas instead. It was too hot, though, in the Bahamas, so after one night there, they jetted off to a hotel in Montreal. There, the couple recorded the anti-war anthem Give Peace a Chance with a crowd of backup singers, including LSD advocate Timothy Leary and poet Allen Ginsberg. After the Montreal bedding, Lenin and Ono continued their campaign for peace by purchasing full-page newspaper ads and billboards with the message, War is over if you want it. Oh, and the Amsterdam Hilton Room, where the newlywed stayed, it's been permanently memorialized. You can still rent it, but it'll run you as much as 2300 bucks per night. I'm Mike Rosenwald. Thanks for listening. This episode was adapted from a Washington Post story written by Gillian Brockell. For more forgotten stories from history, visit WashingtonPost.com slash Retropod.